Hey, what is up? Hello, and welcome in to another edition of Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast right here on SB Nation. I am the Downey half of, yes, I'm still calling this a dynamic duo, no matter how much my co-host tends to disagree with me. I am Trey Downey, and along with me every single week is the one and only Lynn Martez. Lynn, what's up, man? I only say don't call us a dynamic duo because I don't want the pressure. It's not that time of season yet. It's only June. Now, when the playoffs come, you know who I am. Playoff Lenny. I like the pressure. See, I thought you were going to go somewhere with saying that you're dynamic, but I'm not or something like that. So I appreciate you not throwing insults early in the show. I'm not Uh, that shameless, man. I'm not that shameless. (laughs) Quick social reminder before we get into things today, follow that playoff Lenny on Twitter at Elmart810. Follow myself on Twitter at TD Experience and follow Bucks Nation on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. Uh, they have, you'll see all the tweets from all the latest and greatest articles that we have up on the website from all of our great team of writers at Bucks Nation. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, click that subscribe button, or as I've been saying over the past couple of weeks, click that plus sign on Apple Podcasts. You'll get the podcast downloaded to your phone or preferred listening device every week without doing anything. It'll be right there ready for you as a nice surprise on your drive to work, when you're mowing the lawn on the weekend, whenever you like to listen to your podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, please. That not only helps in the algorithms where more people will see the podcast, it also helps us know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well moving forward. Lynn, we are still in the dog days of summer when it comes to the NFL, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers announced today when training camp will start, what practices will be open, all of that. We'll get into that when we talk about the news and notes items of the week at the end of the show. But last week, towards the end of the show, we mentioned a certain quarterback list, Chris Sims, and ranking Tom Brady 10th overall. But before we get into that even, I want to get into some comments made by that mentioned quarterback, one Tom Brady on LeBron James's show on HBO Max, The Shop Uninterrupted. And Tom was talking about going into free agency last year and teams being interested. And apparently one of the teams decided that they weren't going to go with Tom Brady, one of the teams that he was talking to, even though a lot of us were led to believe that the only two teams he talked to were the Bucks and the Chargers. But uh, Tom said that he was like, that team is going to stick with that guy. I'm not going to say what Tom actually said on the shop, but apparently there was one team that Tom Brady thought would be more interested in him, but weren't because they were sticking with a guy already on their roster. And there has been speculation all over social media as far as who that certain team was. Uh, Let's play along, Lynn. Who is that team? The two teams that I think make sense and the two teams that I've seen mentioned the most are the Las Vegas Raiders and the Chicago Bears. 
think it's got to be one of those two. No. No, you don't think so? San Francisco? San Francisco? New Orleans? Why couldn't, uh, New, why couldn't come on, New Orleans? Well, on, that's who he's yeah. referring to. Why, Drew Brees why, was, why? Who, was that jokingly, guy. Jokingly, jokingly, Tom Brady could have said, ha, 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 ha. You mean you're sticking with that mother? Jokingly referring to Drew Brees. Or he could have been a little bit perturbed in talking about the 49ers when he found out that you're sticking with that mother, meaning Jimmy Garoppolo, who we know the history it's, between it's, those two. Right. And so okay, that one's legit. And I'll some give you people that. Say, Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you approved. <laughs> anyway, um, as far as the Niners are concerned, yes, we know the history in, in some people's eyes. Tom Brady kind of pushed for Jimmy to be traded because he wanted to continue his career in New, New England, whatever the case may be. There's at least like I said, those two teams, in my eyes, quarterback-wise, that Tom could have been referring to. Now, everyone thinks when they when they hear his comments that he was being, I guess, uh, I don't know, upset or angry when he when he used the term that he used in regards to sticking with that mother pucker. <laughs> you can replace the P with an F. Uh, but when it comes to Tom, I, I mean, in the, in the comments, like I said, he could have been referring to probably five more quarterbacks in, in the NFL, and it didn't have to be the point of being upset about it. He could have been laughing about it. He could have been talking, like I said, he could have been talking about the Miami Dolphins and them sticking with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua Tagovailoa. Well, I mean, Tua he, wasn't drafted at that point. Okay, well, then so. sticking with Ryan, even more so, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Was was Fitz was Fitz uh is this was last year Fitz's second year with the Dolphins? Yes. Okay. Remember, okay. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember pre-COVID, Fitz came down here when the Dolphins and Bucks practiced together. Yes, yes. Okay. And he met the media and, and so so it was his second season last year in Miami. So he could have been referring to Ryan Fitzpatrick. You sticking with that mother? Guy who's been on what? Every team in the AFC East, with the exception of the New England Patriots, <laughs> who's been around in the league, you know, was a seventh-round pick, not even a sixth-round pick as Tom was. He was a seventh-round pick, so maybe he was referring to Fitz. Like I said, I can go on and on and pick other, other guys out in regards to who Tom may have been talking about. The thing that I will say is what eliminates certain teams is Tom wasn't playing for – wasn't taking offers from everyone for last sure. year. He was only going to play for certain teams. And the teams that he was interested in – if they reach back to him, then yeah, you can say he might have been referring to that quarterback. But he wasn't taking calls so from every team and saying, I want to play for your team. No, he wanted to go to certain cities, certain teams that were ready to, well, theoretically ready to win, just needed a quarterback, i.e., Tampa Bay. So yeah, when it comes to when it comes to the whole list of NFL teams in 32, he wasn't he he wasn't taking calls from everybody. So it's, I think the list is a little bit longer than the two that you had. Let's just say that. I think those are the two most likely teams, if I'm being honest. If, if I gave you one more with the history, with the history of the quarterback, no, with but the I'll 49ers. Say, but I'll say that a team with, that he rooted, a team that he rooted for when he was a kid, a team that had the quarterback 
who he idolized in Joe, in Joe Montana. But here's the, here's the thing with, with that situation is they were just coming off of going to a Super Bowl. So I don't necessarily know that Brady is, is making that comment about a team that was just led to the Super Bowl. Oh, by more so. oh no, 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 no. Here's the reason why he, that comment is, is plausible. The fact that they lost the Super Bowl in some people's eyes because of him missing open wide receivers in the fourth quarter that could have sealed the win. Oh, you're sticking with that mother? That Mr. Guy that was wide open that could have sealed the game for you? You're sticking with that mother who I put rings on? Oh, no. It makes sense when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, and if you're – it does make sense, but if you're talking about teams that were – seriously tied to Tom Brady. I feel like the 49ers were more loosely tied to him than the Bucks, the Chargers, the Colts, and the Raiders were. Those were the four okay. teams that you heard mentioned the mention the most. That and, may have been the case. That may have been the case. But Tom didn't say that he was deep in the process. No, for sure. To, no, 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 I agree. It could have been early on where the Niners are like, eh, you know what? Hey, Tom. We love you. You may be the greatest quarterback to ever play this game, but we're going to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Tom, like I said, early in the process, Tom's like, you're sticking with that mother who I put wings on? Okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> the reason that I'll, I'll, I think it would be hilarious if it was Chicago and they actually did tell Tom Brady that they were sticking with uh, Mitchell Trubisky instead of bringing him in. But I do... I'll tell you why I think it's I think it's the Raiders simply not just my speculation I'm higher on uh, Derek Carr than a lot of people are I think he's I think he's more than a serviceable quarterback but the fact that people in the know have kind of lended credence to that fact I believe Adam Kaplan a well-known reporter didn't come out right and say it but he was asked if he basically it's got to be the Raiders, right? And with a wink and a nod, he kind of leaned that, that direction. Yeah, but, yeah, but Trey, that would require for John Gruden to be that guy that said, you know what? We're good at quarterback. We're going with Derek Carr. That you would think, be a little surprising you considering that, how you much think, John Gruden loves old quarterback. Exactly. You think, and, and not only that, but he's the first guy to push his own quarterback out the door, especially one that he didn't draft and he's not tied to. But you, you think that, <laughs> that John Gruden, with the opportunity to get Tom Brady, was the one that said, hey, Tom, you know what? Uh, we're going to stick with, we're gonna stick with, with uh, Derek Carr. It makes I tell you, in, the, in, the, in terms of John Gruden and in my best imitation, I tell you what. That's not true. <laughs> Adam Kaplan, no Adam Kaplan. I'm not buying it. It makes you wonder, though, why the Raiders weren't a team that was, I guess, reported that was in deep discussions with Brady. Then, if he if may have the, not want, he may have not wanted to go there because they. It was reported that even though we mentioned all of these teams, the Colts ended up going. With Philip Rivers, they signed him before uh, the Brady deal was made here in Tampa Bay. So that kind of eliminated the Colts from from that scenario. But it was reported that the only two teams he had 
legitimate, serious discussions with were the Chargers and the Buccaneers. And there wasn't anyone, unless unless he was saying, unless the comment was made about Tyrod Taylor, which I don't think that I don't think that that was the case. I I tend to think that it was. I just tend to think that it was the Raiders, but I See, do I do think that Garoppolo is more of a possibility than I initially gave gave it credit for. But I'm just surprised that we didn't hear more about Raiders and Tom Brady meeting. If you personally think that John Gruden would have been more interested, so why didn't so, so why weren't there more discussion? I'll tell you. I'll t- tell you what. I'll tell you right now, Mike Mayock is not making that phone call. <laughs> okay, John Gruden's making that phone no, call. No, I'm with you. To Tom Brady, and I don't, and I can't. And they see, signed, they signed a free agent quarterback. They signed Mariota last and year. And I can't see Tom, and I can't see John Gruden telling Tom Brady no. But again, let's factor in the fact that we don't know exactly when this conversation took place with the team that Tom Brady was alluding. So here's another thing. Again, there's probably there's you could probably take all the teams in the NFL and list them in categories in regards to teams that he probably talked to and teams that he didn't talk to, where mm-hmm. he just they just didn't have a shot. Mm-hmm. Or they had their quarterback, whatever it is. Think about other teams because you want to limit to two. I'll give you another team that may have been in the situation early in the process. How about the team that ended his career in the AFC? at Gillette Stadium, them being the Tennessee Titans. He makes those comments after that's the team that beat him? Oh, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I keep telling you, 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 keep, you keep talking about that quarterback. And granted, there are times when during the season, he will look like the value pick at number eight, first round out of Texas A&M, franchise quarterback. That dude threw for 88 yards in one you. win and 72 yards in another win for the for playoff wins for the Tennessee Titans. Bruh, that's less than 160 yards in two playoff wins. Why? Because of who they have on that team. That's number one. Number two is he's not thinking in terms of, again, the team. He's thinking in terms of that quarterback. And let's not, come on, let, let's not fool ourselves. He's if he did say that in regards to Ryan Tannehill, he's thinking what I'm thinking. I watched that dude play. You're sticking with that mother over me when he got 160 yards combined in your two playoff wins a couple of years ago. That's why he said that because he knows that he had to carry the Patriots while Ryan Tannehill was riding on the back of Derrick Henry, Mike Vrabel, and that defense. Okay, so you you brought up more teams than what I've brought up as far as who it could possibly be. Uh, do you think it's Garoppolo? Is that your was Tom Brady? Ta- if you had to to say, do you think it was the 49ers and Garoppolo? Only because we don't know more about the the 49ers conversation. Because as much as we want to speculate and say. Now, recently, the, the conversation was the Saints were in the conversation uh, in regards to pursuing Tom Brady. But as you mentioned, the Chargers and the Bucks, for, for argument's sake, were the finalists for Tom's services. 
right? When he was mm-hmm. a free agent. But when it comes to the 49ers, although we don't know, but we think that the finalists were the Chargers and the Bucks, as far as I'm concerned, the 49ers were the leaders. The leaders before we even knew about Tom even leaving New England because that's home. They, as you mentioned, were coming off a Super Bowl season. People mentioned a possible sign and trade and sending Garoppolo back to New exactly. England. Exactly. And, and not to mention the fact that, again, he's playing at a place that's home. He's, he's playing at a place that his childhood idol won four Super Bowls with, being Joe Montana. All those things tied in together. So for me, if the 49ers weren't a finalist in the, the conversation when it came to Tom Brady signing his new team after New England, it, it had to be because the 49ers were the team that said, if I had better money, I'd bet it was the 49ers because they came out, because they weren't finalists, they came out and said, you know what, Tom, we're sticking with Jimmy. You forced me to pick a, you yeah. forced me to pick a team and bet money on? Yeah. That's the team that I would bet my money on. I don't know it. We, we can't prove it unless it comes out, but that's the team that I would bet my money on. We're still completely speculating here. I still think it, I still think it was the Raiders, even though, like I said, I have a different opinion of Derek Carr than anyone else. Your, your idea about John Gruden does make some sense, uh, and you talked me into the 49ers as a possibility as well. I just think based on all of the, all of the smoke surrounding teams that were interested in things like that. I don't even know if a 49ers conversation happened simply because they were coming off of going to a Super Bowl. So that's why I tend to lean towards uh, the Las Vegas Raiders as let me ask that you this. possible team. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Since you like asking all the questions. Okay. The conversation, okay, didn't necessarily have to be with Tom and the team. You think you're saying in terms of, I don't know if the, the, the Niners even talked to Tom Brady. Okay. Well, Tom's got an agent, homeboy. No, for Tom's sure. Agent, Tom's agent could have easily picked up the phone and said, my guy is interested in playing for you guys. Are you interested? And the response could have been. We've got our quarterback. Or, or could have been, hey, Tom, we're good at quarterback. Or yeah. tell Tom we're good at quarterback. Tom calls his agent or his agent calls Tom and says, Hey, you know what? That childhood dream that you wanted, playing for the 49ers, going back home, being in, you know, being in California, the Niners say they're good. And what's Tom's response? You're sticking with that mother? I mean, it could have played out as simply as that. So I so I'm with you. I it, it think it doesn't necessarily have to mean that that the it was deep, deep, deep conversations when it comes to the team that Tom is talking about. No, I agree with you. And I definitely think it was a possibility. As you said, if you had betters money, you're going towards the 49ers and it being Garoppolo that who he was talking about, not just based on, you know, my thinking of it, but other respected names within the NFL, uh, lending credence toward the, toward the Raiders thing. That's why I lean Raiders. Who knows if we'll, if we'll ever know, uh, if we get a chance to to talk to Tom Brady uh, during during training camp in person, it'll be interesting to, to see if he is uh, asked the question. There may be a time, it may be five years down the road, 
it may be 10 years down the road. And by then, you might have a flock of downies. You might, you know, Presley might have a couple of brothers and sisters by then. At that time, you and I may have another conversation about this. And we might actually go back to June 24th, 2021, and actually say, remember that conversation? Remember that podcast we did with regards to Tom Brady stating that thing about the quarterback? Mm-hmm. 10 years from now, that it may come out. He writes a book or whatever it is. I don't it even think it. Out. I don't even think it'll be that long. I'm not sure okay. if it's this. Whatever the I, no, 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 no. But I'm saying I don't think. I don't. I'm not sure if it's this year. But I think fairly soon there is a last dance uh, esque documentary coming out okay. about Brady. That, but no, no, it's no, no. not guaranteed that, that, that the conversation is going to come out there. I think that it's a good possibility that okay. something uh, that something like that would okay. come out in perfect. We'll find in a out documentary even sooner. Like that. We'll find out even sooner, but that's yeah. how we're gonna that's how we're gonna find out for yeah. sure. We're gonna find out whether it was the Raiders and whether <laughs> Mike Mayock made that phone call <laughs> to Tom's agent or to Tom because John Gruden wasn't turning down <laughs> the prom queen. I'm sorry, and not to, not not to regard Tom Brady as a prom queen, but metaphorically. He's the prom queen when it comes to the NFL. And John Gruden. The prom king, when Okay, whatever. But I'm just saying, Gruden wasn't turning him down. So I'll leave it at that. Who knows? Maybe we find out from the other side. Maybe maybe uh, the, the coach or GM uh, begrudgingly admits that he was Good. the person uh, one, of, one of these days. Or maybe the quarterback knows the – the situation and ends up and ends up talking about it. Well, it's going to be interesting to see information like this. Hopefully, it won't be one of those unsolved mysteries that we ever know. We're going to uh, truly we find out what Ryan Tannehill, how Ryan Tannehill feels about Tom Brady. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who, I mean, the the Titans will be practicing with with the Bucks. Oh Ryan, you think you Let's think they, uh, Tom they don't if they don't shake the if they shop? don't shake hands if they don't shake hands at the 50 yard line? Yeah. we'll just start the rumor. Yeah. See, it was my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lynn, let's move into more conversation and more conversation about Tom Brady possibly being disrespected. Uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Chris Sims, as he does every year, came out with his top 40 quarterbacks list. Last year, Tom Brady, I believe, was ranked 13th or something like that, uh, 13th or 15th. Below some guys he probably shouldn't have been ranked uh, below last year. This year, he moves up a couple spots into the top 10. Tom Brady's a top 10 quarterback. Barely. Barely. Yes. At number 10 by Chris Sims. His full list is out. And obviously, uh, there's some debate there. I'll give you the top 10 really quickly. 10, Tom Brady. 9, Dak Prescott. 8, Matthew Stafford. 7, Kyler Murray. 6, Lamar Jackson, five, Russell Wilson, four, Deshaun Watson, three, Aaron Rodgers, two, Josh Allen, and number one, Patrick Mahomes. You can have certain gripes with this. I personally wouldn't have Brady ranked number one on my list. Just going to go go out and say that. But I do think that 10 is far too low. And a couple of those names, especially the ones directly ab- above him, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, and Kyler Murray. I don't think that there's any excuse for having those guys ranked uh, ranked ahead of Tom Brady. I'll I'll throw it at you. 
Do you think that those are the most egregious to be above Tom Brady? And would you have Brady number one if you were making this list? No, he wouldn't be number one. Let's not fool ourselves. He wouldn't be number one. But you gotta you gotta think in terms of the criteria. Like for me, for me, the the, the criteria is simply I got one game to win Sunday. Who do I want quarterback for my team? Tom's not 10th. No. He's higher than 10th in regards to that. Would I take Patrick Mahomes before Tom? Probably. At this stage of his career, probably. Would I take Aaron Rodgers, even though we don't know what team he's going to be on? Probably. There's another guy, Deshaun Watson, that we don't even know if he's going to play in 2021 either. But when it comes to winning a game on Sunday, I'd probably take Deshaun too. I'm I'm interested. I, that that one that one surprises me a little bit. The the three na- the three names for me. I think I would have Brady at four. I would have Mahomes, Rogers, Russ. I would have Russell Wilson number three ahead okay. of Brady and four. As far as other guys, Russell Wilson. I don't know that Russell Wilson's clear cut for me in, in my criteria of picking one guy to win a game for me on Sunday. But the guys that are immediately above Tom whether it be Dak, whether it be Matthew Stafford, whether it be Kyler Murray, and even Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. But what the hell have they won? Because Dak has won one playoff game, and you can talk about teams. I get it. It's not just about the quarterback. Mm -hmm. But, again, my criteria, I want a guy that knows how to win and is going to take the snaps on that that day that I need him to win the game and that he knows how to get the job done. Do I know that Matthew Stafford knows how to get the job done? No. Kyler Murray? No. Lamar? Maybe. But Tom does not deserve to be 10th on this list. And I'll say it again. I said it when Chris Sims did the whole Justin Fields is going to drop the 32 in first round of the draft and the Bucks going to draft him. He was bored. Having Tom at 10 is crazy. The guy just won a Super Bowl. At 43 years old, come on, man. The dude, I mean, you can talk about how well the defense played, and certainly they played lights out and and held Patrick Patrick Mahomes down. But the dude is is still winning Super Bowls at his age and knows how to win. That's why he's not 10. That's why he's at least top six, at least in my eyes. What do you think about Josh Allen being number two on this list? That's for me, it's, it's like, like I said, he wouldn't be number two because Aaron, Aaron would be number two for me, no matter what team he plays on. Do you have Josh, do you, would you have Josh Allen ranked? He's in the top five. He's in the top five. You'd have him ahead of Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't have him ahead of Russell Wilson. I got you. It's it's just, it, it is interesting to but what's the criteria? Like I said, the, the criteria for me, when, I, when you ask me those questions, the criteria for me is I got to win on Sunday. I need, I, I, I need the best quarterback that's going to win for me on Sunday. And when we start talking about that, that's why I say, okay, Mahomes, Rodgers, Russell, maybe Josh, and then Tom somewhere is five or six for me. Yeah, you're – this. What you said about the show, think about the league, think about the league, Trey. Think about the league, think about the guys that have won most recently, and that's my criteria. You've won for me, 
That's the guy I want taking snaps for me on Sunday. So here's how I kind of view it, especially in the sense of this conversation as we're kind of comparing where we think Tom should rank. I'm viewing it as you take any of these quarterbacks and you put them on the Buccaneers and are they as good or better than they are right now That's with, fair. Tom, with, with Tom Brady. And I think, and I think Mahomes, I think Russell Wilson, and I think the Aaron Rodgers, those are the three that you can put Deshaun Watson, not just because of the off the field issues he's had this year is more than any of these guys at the top. Can Deshaun Watson stay healthy in the NFL, man? Like he, he has shown flashes of being absolutely phenomenal. I was high on him coming out uh, of Clemson. I said that I think I get uh, from like that freezing cold tw- takes Twitter account or something. I get bashed when uh, every year talking about saying that the Chiefs made a mistake by taking Patrick Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson turned out to be uh, a pretty good quarterback. I was just high on, high on Watson. It's just you can combine the off the field stuff with staying on the field and being healthy. That's why I can't put him that high. Lamar's won an MVP, but I still put Brady Brady ahead of him. Some of those guys near the bottom, like Kyler, you and I have had debates about Kyler. I talk about I, a guy staying healthy. Talk about a guy staying healthy. I mean, no, he, he may play. He may he may play all all sixteen or seventeen, but he gets banged up every year. And the. But I will say this about Kyler that I think kind of for both of us might rise him or even in eyes of maybe even a Chris Sims is he's better than what we thought he was going to be in the NFL. A hundred percent. I'll give, I'll give you that one. And, but having him, having him ranked that high, I'm not so sure about Justin Herbert being ranked 11th. I think Justin Herbert's going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to be a perennial top 10 quarterback in this league. Already having him there, I don't know. Ryan Tannehill being ranked 12th. That's your boy. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 13. Maybe Baker should be higher on this list. Derek Carr, 14th. Matt Ryan, 15th. It's just it's it's an interesting and it shows you where the rest of the league is as far as quarterback goes versus but let's understand once something. you get below the top 10 okay that's fine but this is according to one man <laughs> one no, man. No, no no but i'm just saying talking about talking about you know what teams 100 percent have their quarterback and tan hill's even debatable you could even throw that kyler and deshaun those are even somewhat debatable. I think as far as having their quarterback. Yeah. As far you think the cards don't have their quarterback? No, no, you think no, 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 no. I think that I think that they do, but you mentioned the questions as far as as far as staying healthy. Like I think Ky- Kyler Murray is better than what I thought he was going to be. Do I think that Kyler Murray is a Super Bowl winning quarterback? I'm still not sure about that. Ooh. I'm still not sure about that. That doesn't sound good for, for, for Arizona then, because that's supposed to be their franchise quarterback. No, you I don't draft you don't draft that guy where they drafted him and not not think that he's your franchise quarterback. I think that they can make the playoffs with him. I think that I will pick them to likely make the playoffs this year. And obviously anything can happen when you get to the playoffs. 
That's not why you do this, though, Trey. No, no, no. I'm I with mean, you. I but, mean, those 32 teams are trying to win a Super Bowl. No, but I'm just I'm I'm saying look at look at this list. I think Herbert, obviously, that team has their quarterback. Tannehill is debatable, and that is ranked as the number 12 quarterback in this league. And there's not a ton of guys below okay. him that you can see, say should no, definitively see. be above him. No, so you make I, I, this is where I disagree with you because whether it's the Cardinals and where they drafted Murray and what they've done since they've gotten him on their football team, or whether it's the Titans giving Tannehill the money they gave him after he was on their football team. Hold on, hold on. When those teams make that commitment, what they're telling you is, and what they're telling that quarterback is, you're our guy. They think they have their guy. Here's, here's where I disagree with you to an extent. When you have a quarterback that gives you a certain amount of success, you kind of have to give that guy that kind of money. Not that of much, the, dude. Because not, of where the NFL, much. because of where the NFL is right now. But I'm like, definitively, would you call, not not do the Titans think he is a franchise quarterback? Does Lynn Martez think Ryan Tannehill is a franchise <laughs> franchise possible Super Bowl winning quarterback? I, I listen. Silence speaks whether, all whether, whether yeah, no, whether it was last week or the week before, and every conversation we have in regards to Julio Jones and the potential of him joining the Titans, I brought it up to you then. I brought it up to you today. No, he's not. To me, he's not. He's not the guy that's going to. If the Titans ever win a Super Bowl in Tennessee, do I see Tannehill being the guy that's going to hoist the trophy? Not the way the AFC is, because I'll go back to it as I, I've done it multiple times. Think about Sundays. Think about winning playoff games, whether it be divisional round or AFC championship. Who is he going to beat? Is he going to Kansas City and beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? No. Hell no. Is he going to Buffalo and beating Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? Hell no. So he's good enough to win you a couple of playoff games in that wild card weekend, maybe the divisional round where he throws for 88 yards and 72 yards. But he's not beating those teams. And I don't even know if he can successfully beat Baltimore again. I know he did it once. But they did it. They they did. He didn't it. last year. But exactly, they yeah. didn't last year. Year before, year before last, yes. But last year, no. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's who you have to take down. You have to take down the best teams with the best quarterbacks. And Tennessee might have a lot of pieces, but they don't have the best quarterback. So that's he's not a friend. So he's not a, a, a guy that I expect to win a Super Bowl in Tennessee. That's why I'm just saying this list kind of shows you how many, how few true franchise quarterbacks that I think there are in the NFL right Granted, now. But you can't say that those teams don't think like you're not thinking because they think they have their guy. And Arizona thinks they have their guy. I mean, Tennessee, Tennessee thinks they have their guy. Now, Tennessee doesn't think, Tennessee could care less what I think. Mike Vrabel thinks that they can go into Kansas City and win those games or Buffalo and win those games. I don't think so, but the Titans think they can with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. 
but I mean that that's number 12. So now let's that's that you still have 20 teams below that. I 13 is Baker Mayfield. I think that the Browns think they have their guy. I think that the Browns think that they have their franchise. Now, yes. Yes. Now. So, but below that, I'm not so sure. I mean, Matt Ryan is a weird situation. He's been to a Super Bowl, but he's at the latter stage of his career. So that one's a little bit of a weird situation. But Derek Carr, are we sure that John Gruden thinks that that's his guy? In Minnesota, are they 100% sure that Kirk Cousins is their guy? Joe Burrow is young. Is Indianapolis a million percent convinced that Carson Wentz is their guy? Is Carolina a million convinced that Sam Darnold's their guy? Obviously, the Patriots aren't convinced Cam Newton is their guy because you don't draft a quarterback in the first round if that's the case. We know the Niners aren't convinced Garoppolo's their guy. Ben Roethlisberger, similar situation to, to Matt Ryan. And once then, you get past yeah. once you get past 13, dude, you can you can stop trying to find for sure a team that thinks they have their guy. I mean, other than other than the rookies who got drafted this year, whether it be the Jets and Zach Wilson, who's listed at 27 on your boys list, mm-hmm. Chris Sims, or Trevor Lawrence, who's listed at 28, drafted by the Jaguars. So other than those two guys. You can go all the way down the list from, from 14 on down or 40. Those teams don't feel like they have their guy. Yeah, it's, and I mean, obviously, talking about, I mean, the 49ers draft Trey Lance. I think that they think that he's their guy drafting him that high. I think the Bears think that Justin Fields is their guy. Okay, but, here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at this list, mm-hmm. right? 2021, we're in June. Training camp hasn't even started yet. Chris Sims does this list this time next year. Mm-hmm. You can go down from probably 15, 14 on down and pick out names who are not going to be on this list next year. Obviously, I think, I mean, you could say that this is Ben Roethlisberger's last season could be gone. Andy Dalton, if Justin Fields takes that starting starting job, he's not going to be there. Bridgewater and Locke, whoever loses that competition, not going to be not going to be there. You skipped one. Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton. No, because because this time next year Can. we're going to know who the Saints' quarterback is, right? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So it's one, be of those, one of those guys, guys, yeah. So one of those two guys is going to be off this list. For sure. And then even Case, Keen- Case Keenum down at the, at the bottom of the, the list. It is a, it is a 40, 40 list, so you obviously will have some young guys and some backups on, on here. That's why guys, guys like Tyrod, guys like Marcus Mariota are still, and even Case Keenum are, are still on this list. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. This could be his last season, so he could be off the, off the list as well. I, it is going to, especially on – the way that it's it, one column has one through 20, the other column has uh, 21 through 40. Other than, you know, the really young guys, the Wilsons, the Lawrences, the guys that were drafted this year, you could make a case for anyone from 21 to 40 not being on the list. That's my year. point. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So yeah. it just it, it, it goes to it goes to show you how volatile the quarterback situation is is in the NFL. And I mean, you can even go, go as high as some of the guys that he, that 
Sims put ahead uh, of Tom Brady. I'm still not a huge Dak Prescott guy. I don't I don't see the the Dallas Cowboys winning winning a Super Bowl with Prescott. Matthew Okay, Scott. but but what's your point of him? What's your point in regards to him being in the top 10? Because he's not going anywhere. He may fall, he may fall down, he may fall down out of the top 10 theoretically when it comes to picking the top 10 quarterbacks, no matter what the criteria is mm-hmm. in the NFL. But he's not going anywhere from Dallas. Dude. No, no, no. I'm with you. But I'm saying like how I'm looking, how I like to compare things. Like I said with Brady, I look at some of these quarterbacks and I say, put them on the Cowboys and where are they at with that guy instead of instead of Dak. And even though the Cowboys don't have the the best roster, in my opinion, surrounding him, it's, would I necessarily put her? I would rather have Herbert on my team right now than Dak Prescott it's just weird to to put him above him already on this list but I definitely think a guy like Baker Mayfield has proven that right now he belongs above uh, a Dak Prescott on this list it's just obviously Chris Sims did get bored and he got us talking so uh, (laughs) a whole lot we're in the we're in the dog days of summer so thank you Chris Sims for uh for putting out this list I ain't thanking you no Uh, actually I know Chris because like I said, I've done we've done uh, radio hits and interviews with him before. So Chris is a good guy, but he does get a little bored every once in a while, like some of us do this time of year. I mentioned earlier, we're going to go over a couple of news and notes before we end the podcast. Once again, listening to Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast right here on SB Nation. Those news and notes that I will mention, Buccaneers training camp, it will be open to fans this year not completely open to the public it is going to be limited to season pass holders suite holders sponsors things like that but starting july 25th uh through august when the bucks are going to have the titans in town to practice will be open so there will be an atmosphere at training camp at the advent health training center this year check buccaneers.com if you are a season ticket holder for the latest news as far as how to get into training camp all that kind of thing i'm sure the players are going to love seeing fans out at training camp this year once again and then the other news item is that starting in 2022 unfortunately not 2021 like it was available available to happen. Alternate colored helmets are allowed in the NFL starting in 2022 when we had our schedule release special live episode on the Bucks Nation Twitter account. I speculated that we could see the Buccaneers throwbacks this year, maybe even in a Monday night football game. We will not get them this year. We have to wait one more year to see the cream sickles back on the field before we see uh even more possible those great uh seahawks throwbacks the white helmets for the chargers to go along with the powder blue jerseys we have to wait one more year before we see that because it is going to be 2022 before we can i am a little bit worried that we never see tom brady in a cream sickle uniform but the guy said he wants to he wants to play forever, basically. So hopefully we do end up seeing it. Those are your news and notes for this week. 
as I said, training camp doesn't get going till July 25th, but next week we will be into July. We will be into the month where training camp starts. So we will start to look forward to training camps and possible position battles. And maybe we'll take a, uh, a look around the NFC South as we move forward in the month of July right here on Downey and Martez. One more quick social reminder. He is on Twitter at Elmar810. He is Len Martez. I am Trey Downey. Follow me on Twitter at TD Experience and follow Bucks Nation on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation and check out BucksNation.com. This has been Downey and Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast.